Bring us down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste A subtle joke A touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing them down to Ricky's Down to Ricky's place Hello and welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. This is Jerry McCarty here in sunny Los Angeles, California. And I am in the McCarty Metro chat room with our guest for this week. He's a musician from the Motor City, the great Robert Dancer. Bob Dancer, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well, Jerry. I'm a little jealous, though. Uh, it's about 32 degrees and snowy here oh, we in are, Michigan. We are sunny and 75. It's a beautiful Los Angeles day, like it always is, but we don't have all the ice fishing and ice and snow and dangerous driving conditions that you have. But, uh, you know. Uh, so you are a musician, Bob, and everybody just heard the theme song for the show, which you just heard, was written by Bob Dancer. Bob, tell everybody how you wrote that song, your, you know, your uh, uh, method for writing that song. And you played all the, you play all the instruments in that song. Is that correct? That is correct. Uh, I can't afford hiring a real band. Uh, Jerry asked me one day uh, if uh, uh, I would write him a, a theme song for a crazy thing called a podcast. And at the time, I didn't know what a podcast was, so... After I um, looked it up and found out it was, in fact, legal, um, <laughs> I decided to, to do it, and uh, it was it was great fun. You're not sick of it yet, Jer? Oh, you know, this is our eighth year. We've been doing this podcast for eight years. We started in Rick Farmelo's bar. We went to a studio. I can't wait for those residual checks to oh, come in for the songwriting. If you wish you only had residual <laughs> checks, but uh, but anyway, yeah. But so just putting that together, what software did you use? How do you, you have a studio? Yeah, you could have a studio in your house, right? I've been in it. I do have a studio. Uh, I don't use any software per se. I just uh, bang out each instrument one at a time, the old-fashioned way. If it was good enough for the Beatles, uh, it was good enough for me. Uh, you know, it's always great to have music in a piece, and uh, music uh, is such a, um, a great art, piece of art that really conjures emotions and gets people to think of things in different ways. And, and a lot of music that I like is visual and uh Part of uh, movies, as as you might. I was going to say know, that's Jer. a perfect. This is a perfect reason why I think you're the perfect person for this uh, podcast because uh, we share a love of film and we share a love of music, and we're going to talk about our favorite music or movie openings. And in a lot of mine, music has a lot to do with them, and it's amazing how. The music can bring you into the theme or it can, uh, you know, take you to somewhere special or just build up the excitement. And uh, and we're going to talk about movies, opening scenes in movies where uh, 
they bring all that together. But, but first, before we do, Bob, tell everybody how you uh, get, get some plugs in where people can follow you, how they can learn uh, you tour in the Detroit area. Tell everybody how they can find out where you're playing and where they can come and see you. Sure, Jer. Um, you can always go to bobandcarl.com, B-O-B-A-N-D-C-A-R-L.com, and uh, tune in, find out what we're doing, or follow us on Facebook, Bob and Carl on Facebook. Um, I've been trying to add uh, uh, all the jobs that we play locally and add some, uh, you know, my goal is to add some original music on there so people can get uh, um, a better taste of how, how Carl and I are as artists. So tune and in. And, you, uh, and, you and Carl. Have, worldwide web. You and Carl have been playing music together for how long? Uh, since 1972, that's the first God. job that we played. That is crazy. That is amazing how long. And uh, you and Carl were also part of Brad Savage and Cockroaches, which I am part of as well. And uh, we've written some songs together. Bob did the Archie uh, soundtrack with, uh, with me and Brad Savage, and we put together this Archie music uh, soundtrack. Uh, Bob's done a lot of... Uh, Stuff so go to his website. You can see all that, and uh, and if you're in the Hollywood area, Bob works cheap and fast. Two very important things in the movie business. So that's what to, my wife says. <laughs> we have to take a commercial. We're going to take a quick commercial, and we're going to get come back, get the business, and start talking films when we return here at Let's. Rick Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place. The girls are refined and the men have good taste. A subtle joke, a touch of class, poured in a tall martini glass. Let's swing on down to Ricky's, down to Ricky's place. We are back at Rick's Martini Bar, Jerry McCarty here in Los Angeles, California. Bob Dancer in the Motor City, Detroit, Michigan, and Bob's a musician, music fan, uh, songwriter, and we are going to talk today about our favorite movie openings, movie openings, and we both love movies, and Bob Dancer, why don't you start off and tell everybody about your first, your best, favorite movie opening. Well, Jerry, thanks. Um, this one is truly my favorite. And the whole concept, uh, when I'm trying to think of uh, a podcast theme for this week, was some movies start slow. And if you look through the list of 100 greatest movies, 75% of them take a while to tell a story, to um, introduce characters, to set a, move, a mood. Excuse me. But there are a few gems that right out of the gate in just a couple minutes will really set the mood, uh, get you, draw you right into the film, and you're, you can't wait to see what happens next. Now, the first one that I have, which is number one on my list, of, I just put a short list of ten together, um, was an animated movie. Ooh. And you'll get it. 
you'll get a kick out of this, Jer. You're one of your great friends uh, had something, probably had something to do with this movie. Uh, this is Beauty and the Beast. Oh, um, yes. I, we actually um, watched that last night, as a matter of fact, here. Beauty and the did. Beast. So, uh, Rick Farmelo, your friend, was, I think... Uh, and Rick of Rick's Martini Part of Lumiere. Um, no, he, he did. He did. Uh, uh, was the, he did. What do they call it? The artist. He did. Uh, mm-hmm. Lafou, who was uh, Lafou. Yeah, who is the sidekick of Gaston. Okay. And then he also did Lumiere, and he also did. He did some yeah. uh, Gaston too. Like he did the scenes where Gaston and. Uh, uh, Lafou are together again. So that was we we talked about that. He said that's the only villain that he's ever done, and Lafou's not that big of a villain in that movie. But uh, he said that's his only villain that he's ever uh, animated for uh, Disney. But great, uh, great opening, and they started with the storybook, right? It's kind of got an animated two D feel to it. Oh, Jerry, this is number one on my list uh, for a few different reasons. It has number one, it has everything in it. It has um, uh, the great stylistic animation. It has a character's voice that starts narrating a story, you know, like Once Upon a Time, which all great stories have uh, started with since I was in nursery school. Uh, Then it has um, wonderful music that uh, draws you in. It's, It's not overpowering. It's very compelling. And it's telling a classic story, but you're the whole time. The first time you see it, the whole the whole time you're wondering how can they take this tired old story and make it uh, relevant again. But Disney has a way of doing that, and they did it with this movie. I agree. Great job. Okay, I'm going to go to one. I'm going to go off the. Uh, I'm going to go to real life, and I'm very similar to you, you talked about how it introduces a character and a story and a mood. And my opening goes to, and, and Bob is in the music business, and, and I love music, and music takes me to this movie, it's Saturday Night Fever. And if you remember, that movie opens up with John Travolta simply walking down the street. Walking down the sidewalk. With two paint right? cans, with a paint cans yeah. to staying alive. And it's a, just a simple role where they're running the credits and just that but that movie starts and you're like this is the coolest guy in the world the music is awesome sit back get ready this is gonna be good yeah yeah and he's got the uh, you can tell he's got the moves you can tell he's cool you can tell he's got the clothes and the whole deal but uh so that's my number one oh, is yeah. saturday night fever bob dancer give us your uh next one Number two on my list, um, I'm sure everyone's seen this, but it never gets old. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, I love that movie. There's two two men. Uh, you can tell it's a time you know a time frame picture back in the back in the day, back in the 30s or uh, the late 30s. There are two explorers walking through the forest, and it's dark and it's moody. And everyone's being very careful, and you—it's so suspenseful that you know something's going to happen. And they enter the cave, and they—he goes for the golden idol, and he has to run out. And 
there's spiders and it's spooky and there's natives and the music's going crazy and he gets out by the skin of his teeth and it just sets the mood for the whole, not just the, whole, the first movie, but all the movies in the series, the whole character. Everything's done. I'll I'll bet you within three four minutes. Oh yeah, and the the lighting when that gold when he picks the gold idol, the lighting just blasting in his face, which had to be so uncomfortable. And the the little thing where he pours like a little bit of sand out because he's got to eye up how much it's going to weigh. And uh, I think that's Alfred. And the little they cut away to his sidekick there, who's. Who's you know doing? The, he, <laughs> He's all scared. They can tell they're they're both as one character. They're all worried about uh, whether it's the right amount of uh, weight or not. It's just it's just uh, perfect s- filmmaking. Yeah, and that is uh, that's Alfred Molina, who later did Spider Man and lots of other movies. But that his sidekick in that start, who gets killed by the spikes mm. at the end, is Alfred Molina. But running from that boulder is just—I mean, it has been duplicated so many times, and it's hard to believe mm. that that was, uh, you know, so long ago. But such a great, great movie. Okay, I'm going to go one more, and then we're going to take a commercial. But I'm going to do a. Uh, you did a Disney movie, so I, I feel I should do one, too. My favorite Disney opening is uh, one, and Rick Farmelow worked on this one, too. He did the character of Rafiki in The Lion King. It's on my list. Is it? It's on my list. Crossover. Oh, yeah. The Lion King. <laughs> Lion King starts out with that sun on the Serengeti. Ah. <laughs> and then the the uh, sun on the Serengeti. And then just the I am And just that uh, raising when Simba is born is just so damn good. And uh, Yes, it is. And it never gets old. Never get tired of watching it. Yeah, that's a great one. So, hey, we have to take a commercial. We're going to come back for one more segment with the great Bob Dancer. Talk some more movies. And if you have your suggestions, please send them to us at Rick's Martini Bar. Cheers. Swing on down to Ricky's place. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. A subtle joke. A touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down To Ricky's Down To Ricky's Place We are back at Rick's Martini Bar Jerry McCarty here in Los Angeles Bob Dancer in the Motor City Bob, thank you again for being here uh, tell everybody your, 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 where they can find your work again If people want to contact you They go to your website, correct? They can, uh, www.bobandcarl.com. Uh, find us uh, on the web or on Facebook. Sounds great. Okay, and we are talking about our favorite movie opening scenes. We've gone through some good ones already. We've gone through uh, The Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, Saturday Night Raiders Fever, of Raiders Ark. of the Lost Ark, some great movies. But I know you got some more too, Bob, so give us another one. Well, back in the day, and this is uh, back in the 70s, I, I, like everybody else, went to the theater and uh, was scared out of my mind, just sitting in the dark at the beginning of this movie. Um, There's a a few young kids on the beach having a couple adult beverages, and the girl decided she wanted to go off skinny dipping into the ocean. Um, I think... uh, 
that terrified everybody that I know. You, of course, are talking about... And will always be terrified. You're talking about the great Jaws with Steven Spielberg. And and we had Mm -hmm. the writer, Carl Gottlieb, was a guest on our show. And uh, Mm -hmm. he talked about that first scene, that they were not that happy uh, with it. And uh, that they were... You know, that was one of the things that they were going to redo if they would have had time and money. But they never did. And it's a great scene. And that, that... so glad. Actress is forever known for that part <laughs> as being the girl that that gets Oh, it. I thought you meant Bruce the Shark. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good one. Uh, Jer- yeah. I'm going to give one right here right now, and it's, a, uh, it's another one that uh, I, I'm curious how you think about this one. Cause I think you like the film, but I'm, I know, uh, and talking to you, I don't think we've discussed it, but... Uh, um, but I know you love this artist, is Jim Morrison's The End, which opens up the movie Apocalypse Now. And uh, I thought of it, actually just thought of it when we were talking about The Lion King, because The Lion King has got that big sunrise there, and that's how Apocalypse Now starts with the sun over Vietnam and Jim Morrison's... The choppers fly. And Jim Morrison's mm-hmm. The End. Uh, how do you feel about Jim Morrison as an artist? Are you a fan or no? Always been a fan. Um, he was an epiphany when it comes to music. Uh, he, one of the great artists who was with us for uh, such a short time, and uh, the things that he did, like Buddy Holly, only recorded for two or three years, but uh, his music will last uh, the test of time. Yeah, and an interesting uh, choice, and I think Apocalypse Now, why they did that is because he did last for just a short time, and that he is so associated with that Vietnam generation that that song is right. the perfect song. What do you got next? Absolutely, Bob Dancer, what do you got next? Well, I hate to go right back to Spielberg, but... You love Spielberg. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, he, he makes uh, some movies that stick with you the rest of your life. Number four on my list is The Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Really? Wow. And Absolutely. You go see that movie. You didn't know what to expect the first time. And it opens up uh, a car tooling through a desert storm. And uh, they stop somewhere. Something's going on. And they all run out and they find these planes. And uh, they uh, starting the engines and they... They're grilling this old man, and nobody seems to know what's going on. But they, but these people, they have some idea, and it's just um, the person that's that's in it uh, is plays a the map maker in the film. Ah, yes, Bob yes. Balaban. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he he's just. Uh, Standing there wanting to know what go, what's going on, kind of like the audience is, and watching this mystery right, unfolding right in front of their eyes. And that set the mood for a movie that uh, was full of mysteries. Yeah. Now, it's interesting that you've got those Spielberg ones. And it's because that I, th- I think a lot of this is because that's like your sweet spot. That was like when you were really getting into music and movies and really, uh, and, and those made an impression on you. And. I'm going to give two right now, and then you can give two, and then we probably got to close up the show. But um, okay. uh, And these two are 
always linked, and they shouldn't be, but they just are to me. And that, uh, um, and and I'm sure that uh, they're both recurring, recurring movies. But for some reason, these ones mean something to me, and I'm sure other generations, other one would mean something to them. But uh, Mission Impossible again, the music is so good in those uh, openings. But all of those, the new one, the, the Tom Cruise ones with him, that just, that start, and even the last one, Rogue Nation, where he's hanging off the plane and it just starts. But when that music kicks in, it's like, we're on. It, it's it's uh, Mission Impossible and get ready for, sit back and start eating the popcorn. And then the other one, which is similar to that, is... Uh, James Bond, and it's for the exact same reason. It's uh, the Golden Eye is for the one that I like the best because it was after Roger Moore, and I was kind of done with it. And I knew Pierce Brosnan was going to come back. And when that, when I sat down in the theater and he's running across that dam and then jumps into a plane, I was like, "This is James Bond all over again." And uh, and uh, love both of those, and primarily. For the music. Great job, Bob Dancer. I'm going to tell you some of my also runs just off the uh, Dazed and Confused. I don't know if you remember that movie, but it starts with the Sweet Emotion, that song Sweet Emotion, which is so 70s and puts you in the mood. Um, the uh, 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 Goodfellas, uh, when they're driving and the body's in the trunk, and then the Dark Knight with the bank heist where you first get to meet Heath Ledger as a Joker is awesome in that very first scene you're like this guy is totally nuts great job Bob Dancer thank you for being here and again you can go to bobandcarl.com find out Bob does music he writes his own music he plays music you can come and see him perform uh, if you got a project he would be happy to work on it I'm sure so for the great Bob Dancer in Detroit, Michigan. My name is Jerry McCarty here at Rick's Martini Bar. Join us next week for another episode. Cheers! Let's swing on down to Ricky's Place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing them down to Ricky's down.